In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hey everybody, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast. It's been a while, but we have some news today. As many of you know, Garth Lagerway, formerly of Seattle, was hired as Atlanta United President and CEO to replace Darren Eels, who left for Newcastle and England's Premier League back in August. It was a very interesting introductory press conference. Steve Cannon, the CEO of Arthur M. Blank Sports and Entertainment, talked first, talked about how Lagerway checked all the boxes, the expectations, which include consistently competing for titles, winning in the community, and running a successful business side of operations. Lagerway then came up and spoke, admitted that there's some things he doesn't know because he's only been on the job for a day. He has spoken with Carlos, but has not met with Carlos, for example. They've talked about Joseph, but he has not been a part of any other conversations regarding Joseph's future, for example. And just to clear up a couple more things, Lagerway is the CEO. You'll hear him in a one-on-one with me talk about how he's not scouting, he's not making player evaluation decisions. That is Carlos. There is a soccer side for that. His job is to make everyone better, which is what I've been trying to explain on Twitter to some of y'all that continue to assert that the CEO of the company has his fingers in the pie. That's not how it works. That's not how most businesses work. Garth is here to run the entirety of the Atlanta United franchise, not just the soccer side. Now, with regard to the soccer side, are there some things that he wants to have conversations with people to see if can be improved? Scouting, analytics. He says he's a data guy. He wants objective information. He hasn't looked at player contracts yet, things like that, which would be kind of his purvey to make sure the finances are working. But he seems like a very good guy. Talked about how transparent he wants to be, which not to say Darren wasn't transparent, but typically the Arthur and Blank Sports and Entertainment ethos is things don't get out until we want them to get out. I don't know how Garth is going to play within that system, but it's going to be interesting to see. He was a funny guy. He's a nice guy. Do I think he's going to be a home run hire for Atlanta United? It depends on what you define as a home run. Do I think that things can be improved within the franchise? You know that I think that. Uh, I've said that many times, particularly with scouting, particularly with the data, the things, two things he mentioned. He said that he has not been told he can't do anything because I asked him about DP spending at Seattle. It was typically a lot lower than it has been at Atlanta United in terms of the uh, outlays on transfer fees. He said no one has restricted me in that way at all. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. Now you're going to get to listen to uh, my one on one with Garth. I'm not trying to sound uh, big timey. He's done what he's doing one on ones with several other people. 
but it was nice to get to talk to him. It was nice to get to know him. And I am curious, particularly over these next couple of months, players coming in, players going out. He was asked about Joseph. He made a joke about it was only the fifth question y'all asked me about Joseph. He said nothing has been decided. I referenced that earlier, at least that he knows of. So we will see. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now, on Instagram at Douglas David Robertson. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I'm Ernie Suggs. And I'm Ned Ravone. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution keeps you informed on each twist and turn of the Senate runoff race. And right now, for a limited time, you can get six months of unlimited digital access for just 99 cents. Wordplay. Politics, investigations, breaking news, sports, dining, and more for less than a dollar. Go to subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast to get unlimited digital access for the next six months for just 99 cents. That's subscribe.ajc.com slash podcast. So you always know what's really going on. Now you get to hear Garth Lagerway talk about what he hopes from Atlanta United. Nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you, sir. When you first heard that Darren was leaving, was this job appealing to you or were you focused on Seattle and trying to make the playoffs and extending that run? As you can imagine, you know, 13 years in a row making the playoffs in Seattle, that was that was the first focus. And, you know, I think one of the, the big uh, principles I believe in is that if you have consistent team success, that leads then to individual opportunities. And certainly you talk about that in terms of all-star teams for players and best 11s and stuff. And I think it also then filters to executives. And look, you know, I knew my contract was coming up and there was the fan vote in Seattle. So there are some things that, that played into it. And obviously I wanted to be employed for uh, 2023 and so when Darren left, uh, yeah, you know, it was like, hey, you know, maybe that could be of interest. But, you know, initially it was, hey, we got work to do. We were in a transfer window with uh, Seattle. We were trying to make the playoffs. So, Is there a piece of advice you got when you were an athlete a long, long time ago that you try to apply every day? Compete. Compete. Work. I mean, you know, look, the – I was arguably the worst player in MLS history. So, so what I mean by that is, uh, in 1996, they they had 16 rounds. There were 10 teams. I got picked 150 out of 160 guys. So you could argue I was the least talented guy. And I, and I'm, I survived five years, man. I played up to 47 career starts. Like, it wasn't just a cup of coffee. Now I had to move around teams because they kept figuring out I wasn't good enough. Uh, but by doing that uh, and staying humble, I, I was able to have a you know carve out a career. But uh, you do that by competing and working hard and overcoming. And um, you know, hopefully those are quality that served me well uh, in an executive role as well. You're not going to bring the dreadlocks back. <laughs> I got the old photos of you the other day. Uh, I've made a lot of poor choices. <laughs> Sartorial, haircuts, uh, you know, we were all young once. Uh, so, no, I mean, uh, if nothing else, I just don't have the resources to, uh, to, try to, to try that anymore. From an outsider's perspective, when you looked at Atlanta United two of the past three years and you see the money spent, you look at the talent, why do you think it just didn't happen like it did those first couple of years? You know, I, look, I it, it's just not reasonable for me to have an expert opinion on that. Um, and a lot of degrees, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, again, we're going to come in here, we're going to look at what's here, right? And and what came before 
it's it, you know yes it's relevant to the fan base i get it and it's a great question and i just don't have an expert opinion on that and i'd rather look at how do i make it better going forward and and uh because there's a bunch of really positive foundations here i mean the training facility is arguably the best in the league the stadium is the best in the league the leadership team demetrius georgia carlos uh gonzalo i mean the people with whom i'm familiar they're smart people they're experienced people so like there's a whole bunch of things to build around and really what again it's incumbent upon me now to take what's here and to try to make it all better and to identify where we have gaps and then to fill those in with with resources and then to try to really establish a solid foundation going forward this is a question that a lot of supporters want me to ask you i think it's a little crass at this point but i have to ask carlos's future with the club he's under contract they want to know if he's going to be retained Look, I, as I said, I have not met with Carlos even one-on-one yet, so it would be utterly and totally unfair to offer an opinion on that point. And again, my job is to make not just Carlos, but Carlos, Georgia, Demetrius, uh, Gonzalo better. I mean, they, again, the buck stops with me. That, that's why they brought me in as the CEO. Uh, again, I am not coming here as the GM. Uh, you know, and I know Carlos's title is technical director. I don't, I don't mean to draw any distinction there. Like, like that's Carlos's role, and, and Carlos is working closely with Gonzalo. And again, there's a bunch of talent here. Like, if if your starting point is all is lost, the sky is falling. I don't know where that's coming from. You know, you know, have you not achieved everything you've wanted in the last couple of years? Sure, but again, like. You know, when you start as with that kind of Phoenix-like quality, like I don't know how you can keep that up forever either. It's sports. It's going to be cyclical in some ways, and you're going to have up cycles and down cycles. And again, my job is to come in and hopefully build that foundation and smooth things out and build us again for sustainable success to head back up. Some others get confused about the role of a CEO compared to a GM. They think that you're going to be very active in scouting and signing and things like that, but that's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to oversee those who do that. Yep. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And again, the idea is to make other people better. Don't be a micromanager where you're going in. And like, look, you guys probably know this, but you know, there there are tools now where you can track every touch of every player in every game in the world. You want to talk about a rabbit hole? You could go down that for days, weeks, months, and never address the big picture stuff that's going to lead to success. Whether that's you know uh, vertically integrating the academy and Atlanta too, and this and creating that talent pipeline. And again, Atlanta's had successes with Bello, um, you know, with guys like Caleb Wiley. They have a bunch of young good players. So you know, what's one of the things that I've done in my past career? Set up youth systems at both my last two stops. And again. The, the youth system here is ahead of any place where I've started before. So that's a huge, potentially untapped opportunity. I shouldn't say untapped, but maybe maybe not yet fully realized opportunity. And that's something that I'm really excited, again, from a systems and processes standpoint, to really roll up my sleeves and, and get integrated. And again, because I have that familiarity with Gonzalo from Seattle, um, I'm pretty sure I have a, a receptive audience there. And again, we can have some synergies, not just on these. And again, if I'm you, I'm asking about DPs in the press conference, and you know. But what's what's made me good, I think, as a GM, is I've addressed all aspects of an organization, and the CEO is a continuation of that. Now, where again, I'm doing business and soccer, and now the fundamental thing that's different is now I get to decide where the resources are allocated. When you're just running the soccer side, the resources to some degree are dictated to you. Um, uh, but now I have the ability to, to again to be efficient, to prioritize, and to say, hey, this is where I want to invest. And again, some of those investments may not pay off between now and January. Right. You know, you might see him two or three years from now, but that's that's the whole point. That's the nature of the job is to be long-term, don't be tied to uh, one game or one set of results, uh, and to look forward and to try to build it for the future. Is an NWSL team of interest? 
uh, that is it actually did come up in the in the interview. Um, you know, I think I think that's a very nuanced question and stuff. And obviously, look, uh, as Steve said, we want to make the world a better place. We want to make it a more equitable place. Um, and again, if you head into that direction, you got to do it the right way, and you got to treat everyone the right way, and and you have to be prepared to do that. And and so, look, that's something that we're excited about to talk about and contemplate going forward. Uh, but certainly, you know, nothing in terms of an in-depth conversation. And and, and again, in terms of interviewing for the Atlanta United CEO. Is it on the radar? Yes. Um, is it part of the interview process? Honestly, you know, not not extensively. And looking at the business side of things, because you you know that's also your purvey. What are you most excited about learning and, and doing uh, for a brand that's pretty well established and pretty well known in the city and in the soccer community in North America? Uh, look, uh, uh, Doug, as we hang out a little bit more too, I'm I'm uh, I'm a nerd at heart, so I, I, I'll uh, I'll throw in comic book references and things like that. And look, I get to work in the Matrix, uh, you know, and that's a word that they use in, internally, you know, AMBSE that they have a Matrix, and um, you know, look, it, it is a new, it's the next step in my career to be able to, to run the business. And I've been business adjacent for the last 15 years and in, in leadership meetings, but again, now you get to take on that op- responsibility. But there are phenomenal resources here. Steve is a phenomenal resource. Rich McKay is a phenomenal resource. Our Arthur Blank is a phenomenal resource. And, you know, one of the things that was so cool for me in my interview process was that, again, I was, for better or worse, at this point, I'm turning 50 in a couple of weeks. Like, I'm, I'm myself and, and I understand my flaws and um, I got a lot to learn. And, and this was an environment, though, where in the interview process, I could say, I don't know. Now, I wasn't saying I don't know and throwing my hands up. I was saying I don't know, but I'll find the answer. And, hey, I'd love to learn from you to understand how you've done it. And, and then we'll, we'll, we'll benefit from that and we'll get better. So, uh, that, But that, that, that's a huge reason, part of why, why I'm here, to be able to continue to grow my career. And I don't mean that from an ego standpoint, but I, but I mean from a get better standpoint, from a challenge standpoint. I mean, I think in a lot of ways it was a heck of a lot easier to stay there. You know, uh, eight years, some pretty good success, 90% support from the fan base in the most recent vote. Like, you know, you could have kind of rode it out for a while. And, and I wanted to come here and I wanted to come for the challenge and I wanted to come and, and again, try to try to restore this to the heights it was in, in 18 and 19 and try to try to roll that out forever. And, and that's, uh, well, there's no forever, but you know, roll it out for a while. And, and anyway, that, that's why I'm here for the challenge and, and I'm looking forward to it and I'm really excited to start. And uh, just make sure the jerseys, you can read the numbers and the names on the back, please, because that's been a problem the past couple of years. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll, look, we'll look at that. It was, that wasn't on my list, but uh, I appreciate you highlighting it. number one. <laughs> you got Thank it. You. Really it nice, nice to meet you, you man. Look forward to working with you. Yep. Me too. It's going to be a fun next few months, and obviously the results are the driver. So we'll see what happens. This is Southern Fried Soccer from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. You can follow me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC, on Facebook at Atlanta United News Now, on Instagram at Douglas David Robertson. Hug your loved ones, communicate with your loved ones, y'all take care. <laughs>